Welcome to Look at My Records. Here we go. Very fun episode about to go down. I'm here with Davy Jones, a.k.a. Lost Boy. Hello, everyone. How you doing today? Very well. I was playing a little video games this morning, hanging out with my cats. What, um, what video game were you playing? GTA V. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you kill anyone? No, no. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm very passive on the game. <laughs> um, unless I'm with some friends. I, I, I try not, to, uh, I try not to, to bother anybody, even though obviously they, they want to bother me. Yeah. So, uh, but I bought a new car on there today, so I was That's excited. That's very nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations yeah, on the new car. Thank you. The GTA new car. <laughs> mm-hmm. You did some grand theft autoing, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Did you steal that car or did no, you No, I bought it? it. I bought it. You're very legitimate. Yeah. You're very legitimate. Well, you know, it's uh it's a, it's it's lucrative to actually own things in the game because if you steal them, they're not worth as much. Interesting. That's interesting. So, Davey, great 2018. You put out a new record, Paranoid Fiction. It's awesome. I love it. Really great sound channeling a lot of great post-punk, proto-punk sounds of New York, I'd say. But this project, you've been doing Lost Boy for about a decade now, right? Yeah, I would say over a decade now. And yeah. tell, tell me how it started. I read it started kind of as a bedroom pop project. Yeah, I was just we, making songs on a four-track, and it was a digital four-track, and you know, I had a band before that, but it just wasn't really always working out the like everybody was going to school everybody was about to leave and I was like well I guess I'll just start recording my songs and see what happens you know um and after a few years I would just make CDRs and hand them out to friends it wasn't even like a project I would play out with and then around I guess 2007 I think it was I played the Glasslands for the first time as the Lost Boy moniker and then it kind of started from there, you know, and then kept going. So tell me a little bit about the moniker because it's lost boy <laughs> space question mark. What's it? What's going on with that? Well, it's um, the question needs to be defined. You know, it needs its own identity. So it needs a little space from the word itself, too. Um, I don't know. It's it's its own character. It, and I like that it kind of doesn't identify with anything, yep. you know. Leaves people guessing, definitely. Exactly. And it's also musically where I'm trying to be at all times, never stick to the same idea, never stick to a format or, you know, in general, like I do make pop songs for the most part, but there are things that I've made that are not pop at all. And I kind of hope to just continue in that direction of challenging myself and not, falling into just the regular thing that you do. You yeah. Know? And tell me about some of the evolution of your sound, because I'm familiar with your most recent record and then the one before that. I believe it has the can on the cover, right? Yeah. As this Lost Boy. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your early days. What type of stuff were you making uh, sound-wise? Early days was more acoustic, like layered acoustics with vocals, kind of quiet. I was listening to a lot of Sparkle Horse and... Elliot Smith and lots of sad stuff and um then then it kind of went in a weird direction with I got this Lowry keyboard with the 
beats on it and stuff. So <laughs> nice. it, got, it got like kind of like retro vintage electronic thing going on. And then it, from there, it went to these like short little blippy noise songs that were maybe 30 seconds long. I was listening to like a lot of noise and wolf eyes and I don't know, just a lot of heady stuff like uh, Black Dice and I can't, I can't even, there's so many artists that I'm like forgetting right now, but they're pretty, pretty uh, texturally insane. Yeah. You know. And how much was, you're, you're definitely a big part of the music community here in Brooklyn. You're very involved with Shea Stadium that is unfortunately closed about a year and a half, two years ago, and it's looking to reopen. But how much was interacting with a lot of the musicians involved with that uh, influencing your sound throughout the decade plus you've been recording under Lost Boy? I mean, I, I think every every show that you go to or every contact or conversation that you have, it changes your perspective and influences you to do different things. And um, I don't know, going to shape and even... Um, I mean, there are so many different styles of music that would come through, and there'd be shows where it'd be people sitting on the ground, there'd be round-robin shows, and I don't know, it's inspiring. And yeah. it just makes you feel like, oh, I can maybe try, you know, it, it, every time you see somebody else do something, it makes you go, I, I want to try to do that, you know. But in general, Shay's just inspired me since the first show we played there, I, I, I was already in awe of Shay, and I think they had only been open for maybe about a year, maybe less, and I saw that they had put up, like, uh, a recording thing on the website for all the bands that come through, and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I was like, I gotta play there. I'm like, that's, if I ever had a venue, I would love it if I could do that. Yeah. And I'm like, they're doing it, you know? Like, it's so cool. And I, I had a, this feeling in my heart like they're gonna be one of those places and I just was lucky enough to get an email one day saying hey do you want to play here and then from there it was like I became friends with everybody and they were nice enough to include me in the family you know yeah that's great and it's a really special place yeah and I hope they find another home soon any yeah. updates on that or yeah, are you involved in I'm not in, I'm not involved in in that part of it but you know I I, I do have some some knowledge. I don't know how much I should really share, but yeah. you know, there's there's a couple spaces that have been there's looked at, and at there's least. hope. And okay. yeah, I think it's just about you know making sure it's the right thing, and and it's not going to be something to hop into that isn't going to give everyone what they need, because um, it's not just about opening a new sh the same shea. It's about creating a new space yeah. and having new ideas. So you know. And I wish them the best because I know that there's a couple options on the table, but I just don't know too much on on like how much insight I even really have just because it's it's personal. Yeah. And we look forward to them opening up again and wishing them all the best so we Indeed. can be, continue to be a part of it. But let's uh, let's move on to your new record, which came out in the fall. Paranoid Fiction. Tell me about it. It's a bit of a concept record. Lyrically, you don't really write about yourself, right? It's more Well, there's there's parts of myself. I think the characters in the in are are maybe 
people that maybe I would like to wish I could live in their bodies and have their experiences. I know it's a little weird, but you know, you see people sometimes you're like, I wonder what their life is like or this and that. So I was reading a lot of, um, just a lot of memoirs, um, specifically to get more in touch with a lot of the rock and roll seventies, late sixties, even eighties and nineties. Um, the Richard Hell memoir, uh, Patty Schemmel, uh, I mean the list. The list is pretty heavy, and also reading, also fiction uh, about New York City characters. So, and movies and documentaries and the whole nine. So I was just really trying to be inspired and come at it with the right angle and and not uh, make it hoaxy feeling or you know it, it's it's a character I want people to. Or the characters I want people to identify with, you know, if they feel that way or have ever been in those situations, you know. Yeah, that's so interesting. So how much preparation did you put into actually writing it? Yeah. Documentary-wise uh, or reading? That, like, it sounds record, like a lot. That record took, I think, the longest to make. Um, I was writing that album during the recordings of Goose Wazoo stuff, too. Uh, like there was songs I knew that weren't for Goose and originally before I made Goose I wanted to make that record it just wasn't really happening yet Um, I think I just wasn't in the right mindset I had to get inspired but um, yeah a lot of demoing I I would say there was like 40 songs Wow! and then I picked out 12 with Reesh and we went in and I don't know I took it took quite a while to finish, but recording-wise, I think it only took us maybe two months. Yeah, it was it was a fun experience that one. I am also like kind of, I'm kind of like, oh, how do I make the next one now? But <laughs> I also think it's good to have that feeling too, because you have to let the pressure go off, and then you make your next thing and and not worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you need to be inspired again. And yeah. you're the only person giving yourself that pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. That's uh, that's going to be a struggle for a minute just because it's still fresh, you know. Yeah. I try not to look back either. When something is done, just keep moving forward. And I have written some songs that I've put up, but, like, not on a wave of consciousness of, like, oh, here's another song. Oh, here's another song in a matter of, like, two days or something, you know. But, Yeah. And how would you say the songs on this record fit together? Does it tell a linear story across all the songs? Or it seems like it feels like each there's one kinda, is kind of different. There's kind of like two or three characters yeah. within the record. Um, there's a couple different vocal stylings, I would say. Um, yeah, one is more of like the New York kind of character, and then one's more like the LA, LA character. character yeah. And then I feel like there's like this intertwined other character that maybe is the missing link to both the other characters, you know? Maybe they're all really connected cool. yeah. in some bad way. Maybe they're all the same guy. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It's up to you, listener. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and personnel-wise, who'd you work with uh, as far as who played on the record with oh, you? Oh, so, yeah, so... Adam Reich from Shea recorded the record in Sunset, and um, I played drums and guitar and sang on it and did some overdubs. Uh, Adam did a, like 
I think he redid almost every song with the bass, and he added some extra guitar stuff. Oh, cool. That was, you know, texturally missing, or maybe a guitar lick that he heard. And then um, Charlotte came in, we did some backup vocals, um, and then my friend Dave, uh, who I used to work with over in Sunset Park, he came in and did, he did some backups and some hand claps with us too, so it was fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's so interesting to me because the lyrics are tell the story of these three different characters in a time period, and then the music actually fits that time period as well. The kind of proto-punk and post-punk sound kind of intertwined. Is that what you were going for? Yeah, I, um, I, I guess I was just really, I was just really into the whole CBGBs thing uh, for the most part. But then there's also like the LA thing with like more of that 90s style Hole sound. Yeah. Hole was like, you know, like. Oh, yeah. I always feel like Courtney Love is the Johnny Thunders of the 90s. Yeah. You know, so. so uh, crazy out of control and. Yeah. Yeah. Just heavy tones, tones and, too, and, yeah. and guitar licks that, you know, and just scream like really raw, really yeah. raw. And I, I don't know. I feel like not that Hole is. I guess you could say underrated, but I still feel like they're underrated. I feel like yeah, a lot definitely. of bands, I, I say that about every band. I, I even say that the Beatles are underrated. So, <laughs> um, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, my If favorite. I was on the over-under pitchfork thing, I would probably say everything is underrated. Unless it was something like really, unless it was something terrible, you know. And then it's like, yeah, well, that's overrated. And I don't want to, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny because whole... I love their early stuff too, but then that record they put out in like 1998, 1999, um, and where it's more like pop sounding, mm-hmm. kind of a much cleaner sound, is also really great. Yeah. I think a very underrated, underrated record. record. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, I went, I went on a on a real journey too, because like that was one of the records that I hadn't listened to, and I listened to it two years ago, and I was like, wow, why haven't I heard more from this record? Yeah. But I guess that, you know, everything's got like this life cycle now in the music industry, so it's hard to keep up. And that's why even, you know, you got the solo record and you have the, how do you, you know, remake yourself and it sucks, you know? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of fans who bought the record, just... And, I just didn't, yeah, I felt like it didn't get its due either. It's funny that you say that because when I was listening to it, I went back and I read about it. And it seems like commercially it did pretty well for a rock band at the time and you know since it was released about 20 years ago now with the internet everything gets re-appreciated at the 20 10 year anniversary 20 year anniversary which is cool because it brings back gems to people's attention i agree yeah you know that's the thing about the internet too it's sometimes it's it's hurtful to music but i also think it's helpful yeah Depending on who's listening, some people will have an audience that is listening. Like, uh, you know, this just shows how old I am, but a blog. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, you know, and that's how I got into a lot of albums that weren't maybe popular from the time that they were released, you know. Um, and then things just do that cycle over and over again now. You yeah. Know? And, or, or like a big artist now f- covers a song that was special to them and nobody's yeah. heard it before. 
So, and I would say like Ariel Pink does that a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, I love that of whenever he puts out like a new record, he puts he puts out like a a cover single first. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even know. And I, I also think that's brilliant too, because he he does recreate it to make it sound like his own. But it, then you go and listen to the original, and you're like, Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Nothing is really better than the original. That's. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's the truth. But let's uh, let's play some songs from your record. I was saying, you know, some of my favorites are Birthday Suit, Hollywood Square, and uh, Cocaine L.A. Birthday Suit is a great, great song. I love that one. And uh, Hollywood Square also, I felt like really into it okay. as well. Yeah, I mean, whatever one you feel. You want to throw anything in there? No, I, I mean, I like all those songs. Yeah, you wrote them, man. They're great. This this record's awesome. Paranoid Fiction. It came out in the fall of last year on Little Dickman Records. Great Asbury Park-based record label. It's available on vinyl, cassette, CD, digital download. Where can they get that? LittleDickmanRecords.com. Uh, yeah, go, go to LittleDickmanRecords.com if, if you're interested in buying a, an LP. They're very limited. And yeah, um, I got my hands on one. I have CDs and tapes at shows, but... You know, buy the vinyl. Support support your local music. That's very important. I agree 100%. I'm already a proud owner of this LP, so it comes highly recommended. From your host, Tom Gallo. But without further ado, let's play three of these songs. We got Birthday Suit, Hollywood Square, and Cocaine LA. Looks like I leaned a little towards the LA side of songs here. Hey, whatever makes you feel good, you know. And how about, let's throw in the title track, too. What the hell? All right. Four let's songs. Go. Let's do let's it. Go. Birthday Suit, Hollywood Square, Cocaine LA, and Paranoid Fiction, the title track off of Lost Boys 2018 record, Paranoid Fiction. Enjoy. Some real talk, 
right, we're back. We just heard four songs from Lost Boys. Awesome 2018 record, Paranoid Fiction. We played Birthday Suit, Hollywood Square, Cocaine, L.A., and the title track, Paranoid Fiction. Hey, thanks for sharing those tracks with everyone. Very welcome. I hope you enjoyed them. Everyone enjoyed them. I know they did. So let's, uh, we're transitioning to the second portion of the program. You brought some records to play, some friends, and then also some other stuff as well. And I got to say, I definitely approve of your selections. Thank I you. love the first two ones. The new uh, one of them is the new Shark Muffin song, mm-hmm. and I love the new Dan Francia record as well. It's Indeed. great. So tell me what songs you picked and what songs we're going to hear. Um, so Shark Muffin, Serpentina. Uh, when I heard that song, I was really just blown away by the transition into the chorus and the melody and the. There's a certain like. Uh, spookiness about the song yeah, that I, I can't definitely. really put my I can't pinpoint you know and I, I love that um, and then I got Dan Francia No Matter What which also has um, Emma Gobbin Jr. doing some vocals on there as well uh, I think that's a beautiful song so just to kind of break up the the kind of more I guess aggressive with a more like chill chill maybe drink a little tea kind of song yeah so it's funny this i've already played this shark muffin song on this program Mm -hmm, so it'll be played mm -hmm. again and i'm really happy to play it for everyone again it's an awesome song off of their upcoming ep which will be released in early april on exploding in sound records what's the name of the ep again it's garden something gamma garden gamma gardening i like it i love it available on cassette via exploding in sound records and dan francia Come I've also played life. on this, uh, played his stuff on this program as well. Come back to life. Currently available on cassette via Exploding and Sound Records. Love the album. He had a lot of people come in, like you said, Emma from Gobbin Jr., Haley from Gobbin Jr., and Human People. Also, a lot of Feelies related people, Tony and John Baumgartner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who were from. New Jersey, who play in Speed the Plow. Mm -hmm. Glenn Mercer from the Feelies is also on this record, too. Yeah, and there's an arsenal of artists in collaboration. I I, I don't even know how many. I think think it is over. It's it's like like 40 or so. I think it's like 40 or so people are on this record. Manika. Yeah. uh, The guy. Devin is his name, right? Yeah, Devin. Yeah, Devin's on there. Um, Who else? Um, Nora from Shea. Katie McVeigh did the artwork. Um, Ina is on there. Um, I'm trying to think who else is on there. I mean, it, it is a, it, it just just take a look if you can. Go go into the into the credits and just go through all the songs and you'll you'll be yeah quite you'll surprised. be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. It's really good. Really, the songs all sound very different too when you mm-hmm. listen to it, which I think is great. Yeah, it's not a record. You're gonna go into hearing the first song and think you're gonna get it. You gotta listen to you the gotta whole listen thing to it. and listen to it a few times. I agree. It really still is a f- is a very fluent listen. It's just gonna take you on a bit of a journey instead of you feeling like you're uh, gonna listen to the next hit. <laughs> I hope you're ready for the sonic journey on this record. So, like you know, 
Just chill, man, Just and chill. listen. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy the Dan Francia experience, man. And and shout out to Shark Muffin too. That I can't wait to hear the rest of that EP. It's, I've it's been banging. a fan yeah. of theirs for years now, and uh, they keep getting better. I gotta say. Yeah. Well, the um, I will I will say uh, also Jordan Blakely. Both on the Dan Francia record. She, that's right. She did she, the hardcore vocals, she's right? She's on the new Shark Muffin EP. She's a drummer, right? Yeah. She's a drummer? Yeah. yeah. She's in Stove as well. Um, but incredible drumming in, in general, uh, always. So, yeah. And then we're wrapping up this set with a song by the band Stringer Through the Walls. Yep. Stringer Through the Walls. Close it out with a, with a nice track by our friend Mark. And, uh, you know... Love you. Keep it. Yeah. We love you, Mark. Yeah. All right, so let's play those. We got Dan Francia, Shark Muffin, and Stringer, and then we'll be back.
We're back. Hello. Played some great songs there. You heard Shark Muffin, Serpentina, Dan Francia, No Matter What, and Stringer Through the Walls. Thanks for sharing those, Dave E. Jones. Thank you, Tom. Mr. Lost Boy, question mark. It's cool when I wrote the... um, when I wrote the review of your Paranoid Fiction album for Bushwick Daily, and I had to remind the person editing the editor that, hey, that's correct. Lost Boy Space, question mark. I appreciate so I was that. Like, hey, I appreciate hey, that. Hey, just, uh, just a heads up. <laughs> that's very kind of you, honestly. I, I feel like every show I've rolled up to, it's been Lost Boys. No question mark almost every time. That's bullshit. So, this is not you know, uh, Corey and look, Haim production. It, it just kind of makes you <laughs> shake your head, and you don't really get that mad because you know nobody's really paying that much attention, you know. But sometimes, just sometimes, I feel like people should pay a little more. Pay attention, attention people, especially to me. Yeah, I agree. I'm just hey, I'm not arguing here, dude. But we're coming to the end of the program. Everyone again, Lost Boys, new record, Paranoid Fiction. You can get via littledickmanrecords.com on vinyl. It's also on Bandcamp, CD, cassette, vinyl, digital download. A lot of formats. Sneakers. Sneakers. Uh, wristbands. Headphones. Headphones. Um, smoke detectors. Yeah, jewel pods. <laughs> and uh, you got a couple, of, you got some gigs coming up on the 30th Brooklyn Bazaar, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, thirtieth at uh, at uh, Brooklyn Bazaar with Kevin Hare's dad and uh, Young Adult Friction is the DJ. Oh yeah, those are um, fun. So that'll be good. Yeah, and I'm excited. And yeah, and then probably gonna take a little break for for a minute because um, we have a few shows. Well, I guess nobody's gonna know about these shows, but we got a few shows in March, and I'm gonna take a break after that just to focus on some. Some life stuff. Nice. Hey, you, know? you deserve it, man. You, know? you deserve so, it. But we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, probably, he, I'm going to look for us probably like late spring and summer. For more yeah, shows? For more shows. Getting back in the studio at all in 2019, you think? or um, Probably just demoing and, and, and recording with friends and doing more collaborations. Um, got a record coming out with Janitor, which is a band I play drums in. Oh, wow. And, you know, maybe some other collaborations. That's what this 2019... New Year's resolution thing I did for myself. Beautiful. Um, you know, just hang out. It's 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 hangout time. Beautiful. Hang Love out hanging out. Friends. Hanging out with your friends and having fun. And we're going to end the program, send everybody off with a track from your SoundCloud page called Dream With You. Tell me about this. Released about two months oh. ago. We well, I heard I, the like first couple of seconds. Great, like. High tones. I actually wrote this for my girlfriend Natalie, who plays bass in Shark Muffins. Because she nice. texted me one day, she's having a really bad day. So I was off that day. I went in and recorded a song for her. That's beautiful. To, and to, she's a very nice girl. I met her for the first time yeah. in Jersey City recently. Yeah, she's she's an amazing person. And I'm and if you have met her, you already know. She's so, she's very yeah. nice. Shout out to Natalie from Shark Muffin. Indeed. All right, here we go. Dream with you. Hey, thanks for coming on the program. Hey, it thanks for awesome. having me. This we'll has been a, a pleasure. And uh, yeah, 
a lovely Sunday afternoon. Yeah, come back anytime, man. Thanks, You're dude. welcome back anytime. This is Dream With You by Lost Boy. See you next week. A big thank you to Davy Jones for stopping by. We just heard Dream With You, a new track that you can find on the Lost Boy SoundCloud page. It's a really beautiful song, and I had such a great time with Davy Jones, a.k.a. Lost Boy, so thanks again for stopping by. It was a real pleasure. And I want to just remind you guys, if you're enjoying the programming, 
consider donating to Radio Free Brooklyn. We're a nonprofit 501c3 entity that runs on donations from viewers like you. So if you enjoyed the program today, please consider donating. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. And your donation can also be a contribution to our brand new Teen Squad After School program. Uh, the executive director, Tom Tenney, is doing great work with that program. Just wrapped up the first session, and it was very successful. Lots of teenagers from the area putting on their own radio shows. It's a really fun program. There's guest speakers involved. So if you're interested in learning more about that, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash After School Program. You can learn all about the Teen Squad program and make a donation, and that's really great because it's a way that Radio Free Brooklyn gives back to the community. All right. I hope you guys really enjoyed this March 23rd edition of Look Up My Records. Again, we're going we're gonna to wrap up the show. With, we're going to wrap up the show with two songs from Lost Boys' 2016 album. Throwing it back a little bit. The album's called Goose Wazoo. And we're going to hear Born to Lose and Have You See My Brain. See you next time.
this ain't my brain.